<laughs> Today's been one fucking day, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> it's life, bro. Every day when you black in America is long. It's all been one day since we first came over here. It's all just been one long <laughs> ass, long ass fucking one day. Long ass 400 day. fucking years. Well, look, all this day. shit. All right, let's, let's jump right into we it. We recording? Yeah, it's recording. Oh, okay. Hella black, we in this thing. It's hella black, you feel me? Hella fucking episodes this month, man. We really in our fucking hella black bag right yeah, now, you know. Ain't that capitalist shit, but you know, we really fucking around with our bag right now. Just we the purest our, of content, thing, the fieriest of content. We have guests on the show too again. Like we really fucking around. Back to, have we done that before? Like back to back guests like that. Uh oh. I think this is hella black history coming in. <laughs> fucking June. Hottest month in the Bay Area and we coming with all the fucking heat. Come on now. Yes, Lord. As always, can you like tell the folks to follow us and like us on all that? Subscribe oh, yeah. to Patreon, all that good shit. Tap in with our SoundCloud, you feel me? Hello Black Podcast. Podcast app too on iTunes. Tap in with that podcast app. Make sure you subscribe to that motherfucker. Like, subscribe. You'll get notifications as soon as we drop our shit. So make sure you tap into that. Patreon.com slash Pod. We do fire ass extended episodes, especially the last one. That shit was hell of fire. Like, you finna laugh your ass off. There was some funny ass shit that happened on that episode. <laughs> but I ain't gonna spoil it. But pay your $5, you feel me? Tap in with that. And patreon.com slash hellblackpod for extended episodes. So really fuck with us on all that. And we want y'all to really just fuck with us as we do this episode, too. You feel me? So it's like, if you fuck with what we're saying and shit, tweet about it. You know, tweet us at hellblackpod. You can really fuck with us on that. And that's a way for you to engage with us as you doing the podcast. But don't tweet and drive, you feel me? Black Lives Matter. Yes, they do. Man, it's, it's been, it's like our third episode in like eight days or some shit like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We really come with we the really on, We really podcast. As the weather has gotten hotter, you feel me? It's our second recording in our, no, it's our third recording. We did one live show. Come on. We got our foot on these niggas next. We in out June. here. Oh, yeah. We taking over. Yeah. Shout out to all the folks that put up to the live podcast at the New Parish this past Sunday. That was the first live podcast at the new Paris, so we just made history you know? that was dope that yeah. was really dope man yeah. i don't know if y'all could tell we have a guest today <laughs> dj show heart is in the fucking building in the motherfucking building dj extraordinaire rocking with us you know <laughs> arguably the hottest day. I, I arguably the hottest dj in the bay i like to think so shell stay hey look yeah shell stay booked and busy for real come on i have my downfall someday but can't yeah. nobody tell you know you gotta <laughs> hey they don't know. busy for so sure. yeah right. thank, thank you, you for making the time you feel me thank you for having me y'all hella last real. minute <laughs> we, we do this all the time we we ask people to fuck with us like how we record the podcast it's hella spontaneous like one day we'll just be like oh we want to get somebody on here or Call we, we want to record and we know we just lucky enough to have folks that are as flexible as we are so when i hit you the other day i'm like fuck i hope she don't say ah i'm busy but you know it worked no, out we i was hella here. happy i was like me cool yep and it's cool because you was at the show too, you know, yeah. spinning and shit. So to like be able to have you a few days later after the show, rocking with us, you know. I'm ready to talk to y'all. I, I actually learned heat. a lot from y'all too. Like I was like, damn, how y'all see shit, I don't see. Like I'm like, I don't see it how y'all see it. So I was like, damn, this is dope. Like what you guys are talking about. I like I could read it, but I don't, I don't take it in how y'all take it in. So it was Appreciate pretty that. dope. You know, niggas just yeah. trying to um, learn. And spread some educate positive educate your shit. friends yeah. man that's, that's all <laughs> niggas trying to do for real yeah that was good so yeah um we usually kick off well i feel like i i described you as a dj but i don't want to limit you to that i think that's what most people know you for i also yeah. know you as an athlete we gonna we gonna dive into only that you a little later. <laughs> yeah i feel like 
But yeah, I, yeah, think, I didn't know that. You know, we was going over the outlines. Like, okay, yeah, shit, we yeah. got three athletes in this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. I told I told somebody Doing we was having things. I told somebody we was having shell on the podcast, and what y'all talking about? I'm like, oh, we gonna talk about you know, this, this, and that, and then her being a former athlete. They was like, oh, she hooped. I'm like, nah. See, everybody <laughs> like, thought I hooped. I'm like, damn. So when I tell people I did what I did, they be like, oh, I can't see that you play basketball. They always think I look like Damo. Yeah, everybody. Y'all, y'all do favor each other. <laughs> Like, so yeah. if is it safe for us to just to refer to you as a DJ? Is that yeah, yeah, okay. please. That's so, yeah. how I really got this name. Most yeah. notably, you DJ for Rex Life Raj. Yes, who's also an avid supporter of Hella Black. Yeah, we yeah. had Raj on the episode too. So make sure you tap in with that episode after you done listening to this. You know, you just got hella content. Yeah, we got yeah. shit for y'all. Fuck with us. But as always, we are gonna kick this episode. We gonna kick this shit off with um, Black Joy. Um, you know, we think black joy in itself is a revolutionary act and with so much black hardship and trauma constantly being pushed across the airwaves, you know, we wanna take some time to center some black joy and let y'all know that, you know, niggas can't thrive in this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So Shell, you wanna kick us off with your black joy moment over the past <sighs> however long it's been, you know, just give us Man. one. It could be a month ago. Or three or two. You it's know, it good. could be <laughs> earlier today, whatever yeah, it is. Um, my black joy it's um my black joy is just seeing myself wake up every day and I get to smile. Like just showing people it's okay to smile even through the hard the hardship. Like it's okay to smile through the pain. So that's my black joy, just having a smile on my face. Like Yeah, that's that's my joy. Yeah. I think that's super important, um, just to find beauty in every day mm-hmm. yeah yes. just waking up and, and finding gratitude i try to i try to practice that shit every day as much as i can you have to, to. It's, yeah that should keep you strong man i tell yeah. you and i notice the times when i do start my day off like that they tend to be a little better mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. kicking my day off with some gratitude positive yeah. affirmation yep. for yeah. yourself like yeah nigga i'm smiling yeah yeah i feel <laughs> good I gotta, okay you know, walk down the street <laughs> cheesing facts <laughs> what about you b Whew, I don't know, man. Today been a fucking day and a half. <laughs> Shit. Uh, meditation, meditation, meditation. I almost fucked up my meditation streak. I'm on like 460 days in a row. And then um, I was just up late last night. I would have been almost fucking forgot. And I was like, it was almost like a snap. I was like, all right, I still got to get my meditation in. So it's like, should be hella busy. But to be able to still maintain my meditation practice, and I, I instantly usually feel a little bit better. So mm-hmm. meditation has been bringing me some joy, keeping me balanced, um, just helping me stay calm. Even, you know, we just talked earlier, just was in a situation today, and, like, meditation really helped me to stay calm from, like, you know, and that shit helps. So, I meditation for so. You be know. fucking with meditation? I don't. I need to. <laughs> Raj is the one who put me on. He, yeah, that man, he said that shit to me all the time. I was like, fuck, maybe I do need to do it. But he said, he like, Shell, you need to meditate. It really helped. Like, Bro, even if it's, like, a minute a day, like, <laughs> yeah. that shit Shit, it's helps. wild though It's like <laughs> You don't really know That it's helping Until you stop doing it Like it's mm. like One of those things Like I don't know Like if you could think About anything Like a, a practice That you do um, And like you might not know It's like So like working out right Like I hadn't worked out For like a week Right And it didn't register With me that I hadn't Worked out in a week But I could tell That there were like Little things mm-hmm. that I usually Like my, my attitude Was just different My yeah. body was feeling different I'm like you know, my days were kind of functioning the same. It was just I didn't get that hour exercise, right. but my overall mood and the way in which mm-hmm. I was approaching life felt different. And that's how meditation is. Like you, uh, like damn, okay. like yes. I would have handled that situation. Like I'm looking at things that I handled differently when I was meditating all the mm-hmm. time and how I'm handling them now. Right? It's right. just like 
it's just the little things that add up to being big things. I'm gonna start. Yeah. I'm gonna start. <laughs> I, I mean, you can't lose nothing from it. Like I just feel like it's one, it's one of those things that like you, there's no gain. nothing yeah. bad going. Yeah, like from there's right, no right. downside okay. to doing shit. But stop not doing this shit. The possibility like y'all just meditate anywhere when you need to, or you just yeah. That's oh. the thing about meditation. Yeah. I feel like. People it's, think you gotta like sit down that's and what it's be that's, to yeah, us though. Like, uh, you know, you gotta be like the, the first time I meditated, shit, it was like, like I was like struggling the whole time. But then if you look at the Headspace app, we plug these niggas all the time without any sponsorship. Like I don't know why I keep bringing these niggas up. There's like fuck these niggas. I might have to edit this shit don't, out because they don't right. have to send us no check. What they what I've learned from that app is that like meditation is it's not it's, it's just like a practice it's an experience. It's not something yeah. that's like, okay, it has to look like this. It's what you make it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like I started like stretching and okay. I would I would consider that meditation. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I might not be like doing my deep breaths, but it's just taking that time to center myself in whatever ways that might look like, right? Like your mm-hmm. meditation might look like journaling. Right. Okay. Feel me shit make your meditation might like waking up and combing your hair for yeah. you feel me? Like yeah. it's just it's different. It's, that's what I feel okay. like it is, right? Yeah. That's um, but good. I think it's taking time to like really detach from whatever is going on mm-hmm. and just like centering yourself for a little bit. I need to I think do that's that. meditation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was a good breakdown because I don't a lot of people don't think you could do meditation like that like how you say yeah. you think you sit on the carpet and do that <laughs> shit that's the first one i try to do i'll set like fucking with my light legs a candle crossed. yeah so my legs crossed it like turns all the lights off and shit i'm like this is hard yeah <laughs> like, like i don't feel it's not even fun like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, ain't this shit, shit supposed to make like, me feel nah. good like what the fuck you could literally just be walking in your neighborhood that, like that app has some like meditations while walking and shit like they got running meditations nigga it's hella shit it's Damn, it's somebody, I could it's probably DJ meditate, my nigga. I'm trying to tell you. You probably could do it. I need to run. Lose, lose this fucking pudge I got. <laughs> I threw Oh, hey, look. Oh, <laughs> see, y'all dudes. It looks worse on a female. That's what everybody say about shit. I don't know. I'm not going to get into this right now. All right, all right. You know, I, I, like I said, I haven't worked out in a week, and I'm not too happy about that. But my black joy, Um, I got to go to a high school graduation yesterday. When I first walked in, I'm like, Fuck this shit about to be hella fucking long. I was here last year. This shit mm-hmm. was four hours. I'm like, why the fuck did I come? It within like the first fifteen minutes, nigga, I was in there crying. I'm like, oh, this is why I came. Like, bro, it was just and it, it had me thinking about just like black kids in general and shit, and mm-hmm. how for so many of us, like like say like I mean, you think about it, it's it's kids that fall victim to like this white supremacist state, right? That don't even get yeah. to grow up and reach high school, da da da. But for for those of us that that did get to experience that, like that was like a big community for us, bro. Mm-hmm. Like that shit just our group of people. Yeah, and it was it was it was a safe space for many folks. And I realized like you think about like turning eighteen in this country, especially for black youth and like the way yeah. like poor black youth, right? Like I was raised, love my mom to death, but like the whole time I all heard when I was growing up was like when you're eighteen you better figure it out. When you're eighteen yep. you better figure out. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You can't Get stay a here. Job. You can't stay job. here. Yeah, you feel like me? Like that. that's all I heard growing yeah. up. So I'm thinking about how many fucking kids is finna just get like thrown, thrown to the, the world. world. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. But also just seeing like all the beauty and joy that they experience because high school is tough as fuck, bro. It's hella hard. It you is. go through hella self discovery. You go through like hella rejection, right? And I'm just thinking like, but it was just it was just dope to just see them like being recognized for mm-hmm. basically just like overcoming a bunch of shit. And I don't think like even for the kids that didn't graduate, right? Like, I don't think graduation is just fucking. Um, but I think you got value even if you didn't walk, if even if you don't yeah. walk the stage this this week or whatever. But yeah, it was just dope to just see. A lot of black kids being censored, being recognized and shit. Yeah, I um yeah. yesterday I went to Emory High's uh, graduation. Like I used to work for the recreation center over there, and I seen those kids from like you know five years old till now, yeah. and I seen a lot of them who had troubles like 
during all those years and they walk the stage and i was like that touched me like i was yeah. with uh, you know i was with nana's and i'm like damn that shit this shit, this shit is crazy like it touched you yeah. it's like it's hella hard right now because all the kids are followers so just like damn for you to walk the stage and some of your friends didn't it just yeah like it touched me too yeah i was it was just dope to see kids getting recognized bro like, yeah I, I just fucked with that a lot and yeah, yeah. a lot of the kids like you said like i had relationships with so like Seeing them from, I started working for this shit like two years ago. So seeing, a lot, I met a lot of them when they was juniors or whatever. Yeah, so you seen them really grow. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's only been two years, but like you think about two fifteen years, to seventeen, you feel me? Like yeah, right. like yeah. A, lot, a lot of stuff changed. So yeah, that was that was my black joy moment. That's what's up. I hope a lot of y'all out there get to experience black joy. Yeah, yes. and even if it's difficult to find your joy, like even we was talking before, like just practicing gratitude, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and just trying to, it helps, you know. Especially when a lot of shit is going on, like just saying what you have, you know, and trying to focus right. on that shit. Like that shit can be powerful, a powerful practice. You feel me? Facts. So y'all should put out some black joy shirts or something. We should hey, push chill, that well, line. Chill. Oh, my bad. Let's not say too much. You should have said that off. You should have said that my off. I was just looking at the hella black shirt. You have to cut. You have to cut that out. <laughs> well, speaking of shirts and shit, we got some hella black shirts. You feel me? <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube right now, you can see how far this shit. Get is, your you know merch. Get, get your merch. merch. Shout out right now. Big baller brand, them niggas. <laughs> get your merch. <laughs> well, yeah, tap in. We got some clean ass shirts. So fuck with us. But yeah, you might be onto something. <laughs> you know. I think y'all should really do it. Push that line because people need to find their joy, like you said. Facts. Real nigga shit. So, we already said that Shell is recognized as one of the hottest DJs in the Bay Area right now. But before she was spinning and shit, I knew her as something else. (laughs) Shell was an amazing track runner. Yes. Surprise. (laughs) Surprise. I was a track runner. Yeah. What events you do? Uh, did the one? Well, the oh one. shit! You was fast. My nigga was a sprinter. Yeah, yeah, I was a sprinter. I was a sprinter. <laughs> was a sprinter. I was. I was. I was okay. But I really love uh long jump and triple jump. That was my. I had. I had hops. Now I can't jump for shit. Like I'm down. <laughs> do you miss it at all? Hell yeah, I miss track. Like I miss it so much. Just. I don't just seeing all the women that are hella fast, all the dudes hella fast breaking records. Like that shit was like a pump, like a pump up to me. I miss it. Yeah, do you I found like since I stopped playing sports I've been like searching for that rush of adrenaline like do you get that from music sometimes <sighs> like before you hit the stage you be up there turned you know, up so I'm assuming I, like yeah, something you be, fire you a, up you be it's different I don't I don't know I get adrenaline but then it's nerves more like yeah. I didn't get so nervous during track but on the stage Oh my gosh, I'll be like, fuck, what song should I play? Should I play this song? Hell <laughs> oh, no. Shit. No shit. Now look out at thousands of people in the crowd. I'm like, oh fuck. Okay. So I sit by myself before I hit the stage sometime. I'm like, bruh, okay. But it's a whole different it's a whole different vibe. Like Are but, there any similarities to like Um shit, the track? people just the people. Yeah. Like I'm always been around people. I've always had to perform in front of people. So that's that's a similarity for me. Um yeah, just showing people what I got. Like they, you know, people get surprised when they first see you. So it's just like, oh shit, she's fast. She could DJ. Like so, yeah, that's a similarity. For sure. How'd you get into DJing? Um, <laughs> I've always been into music. Um, not like as a rapper. I never wanted to be a rapper. None of that. I'll just you didn't record at least one rap. No, I haven't. I, I, I don't trust niggas. I don't trust black people who never tried to make music. I never tried. I mean, I made a few beats before. Um, 
you never like once spoke Spit into more. a mic. I'm trying to no. Hell no. <laughs> like if no, you, I wanted to like be. Even I tried to make music. Before. I no, not trying. I've made music before. That's what I'm saying. Like you can't work in music and be no, black. No, I I never. I I wanted to be a producer, so it was like okay, I don't want to be on the on the mic. I always wanted to do be the one to make the beats. Mm-hmm. I never I never rapped before, but I do. I am on, on a you song never sang now. Nothing? I'm on a song now where I sung. For real? Mm-hmm. See, okay. There yeah, we go. now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but um, um. My dad, like, he bought me some turntables one one year. I probably was like in the in the eighth, ninth. Oh, or eighth so you got grade. exposed to it before? Yeah, but I was like, I don't do this shit. Like, I want to run track. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I want to run track. I don't, you know, I was into music, but I was like, no, I want to run track. I don't want to DJ. Like, but some nights I would go in the garage and like DJ, and I'm like, damn, like I'm good. Probably was hella weak, but I was like, I'm good, and I was on turntables. So um, I got into that, and then um, after I graduated high school, I was still running track. Like, okay, I'm going to run track. I never really was fucking with the turntables. And I, um, um, shit, a little bit after college, I went to Laney. But a little bit after college, I moved to SAC. Y'all know Sacramento. It's shit to do. boring as fuck. <laughs> it's so boring. So... <laughs> Yeah, and well, I something to, good came out of it. Yeah, look, and then I, I was working with. I got Ag- love for Sack. Let's be good. I mean, yeah, no, shout yeah. out to Sack, but it was boring. But uh, I used to work with, <laughs> <laughs> I used to work with uh, at-risk foster kids, and um, you know, after work, I just like, damn, I need something to do. I'm off, boy. I went and bought a. It, it was a little ass ugly controller where you hook up your iPad. It was old. <laughs> it was hella old. But I was like, fuck, I'm finna learn how to do it, and I started my career in Sack. My um. My friend DJ Melly Mel, she's a sack sack DJ in um, Sacramento, female DJ in Sacramento. So she put me on. I had my first little gig at a at a hookah bar. Hello, that shit was sick. That shit fucking was, around. <laughs> I was fucking hookah, around, but it was hookah he- bars be turned. Yeah, too, it huh? was hella Mexican Mexican zone. I was yeah. like, oh shit, this shit wild. But they had fun, so I was like, all right, I'm about to do this. So That's what's from up. there, I kicked it off. Um, yeah, then Bugsy RBC Bugsy. Um, I have moved back out here. And then RBC Bugsy, you know, he was rapping. So he was like, he need a DJ. He the first one to put me on. That's what's up. Man. I, yeah. feel like, I feel like <laughs> a lot of people, when you ask them how they got into music, it's always being just like some random ass shit. Like, Hella random. <laughs> unless like, your, you know, your parents were super into music and they like threw you in the choir and they yeah. like grooms, nope. had you in talent shows, all this shit. That's not the norm though, you feel me? That's when you, that's when you get the niggas like Michael Jackson and shit. Yeah. For the most part, <laughs> for the most part, no, that was like, Oh, I don't know. That's like, said, oh. I could have chose my. Rewind. I don't know if I could have chose my words differently. <laughs> I mean, like the superstars, like Michael Jackson, like the kids who like start <laughs> yeah. on Disney Channel. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. who start hella young, yeah. like who parents throw them in this shit, right? But for so many of us, especially like you're, you've definitely, like, I would consider you. Like I know we've been seeing like the hottest, one of the hottest DJs, not just female DJ, like one of the hottest. Like that's just facts. You are somebody you. that's always booked. You, you DJ for. One of the hottest artists in our region, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, knowing that you've come from, you know, just really from getting yeah, out. just figuring just it out, doing, to it. doing this shit now. That's, that's I've beautiful. seen that happen a lot. Two years, yeah. so that, that's super dope. To, to the, most, that. uh, the most organic shit be always the most yep. popping shit. You gotta have heart you know? too. Like the fact you can remember, like, oh, I remember I got my first show there. Like, yeah, like that's how you know niggas I'll never just, forget you know, that. <laughs> t- took a leap yeah. in this shit. What was that like? You know, doing that first show and then to where you are now. Um. 
shit, every I don't know, just everything just everything is always wild. I'm gonna say the word wild only because that hookah bar was wild, and then just going to performing in front of thousands of people that's fucking wild. You people out the country and shit for this yeah, shit. Yeah, like <laughs> I like I got fans out the country, bro. Yeah. Like people remember me. Like I got followers in in Europe. Like what's up, Cheryl Hart? Like that shit's so dope to me. I went from a hookah bar to yeah. Europe. That's nice. Shout out to Raj though. Without him, that dude changed my life, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> he changed my how's life. How's it been? I mean, you talked about like Bugsy giving you a first shot. How's it been? <sighs> like working with Raj, it's, all the stuff y'all got to do. Man, that shit has been great. A lot of people don't know I've been knowing Raj since high school. But so y'all niggas the same class, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the so same saying, class. Yeah. A lot of people just, I mean, of course they know Raj, but they're like, how do you, how did you become Raj's DJ? I'm just like, man, we got history. I know him for like. 11 years they're yeah. like you went to school yeah i went to school with him they think i just like hey i want Popped her up. so yeah <laughs> i'm gonna get her you can be my dj nah he he you know he fuck with me he put me on too like so from high school to global but that's nuts to be able to like i think about i've known y'all since i was in ninth grade type right. shit right like it's nuts to see niggas go from being in berkeley high hallways and shit to <laughs> <laughs> to still like nigga we was in new york Real, together you feel yes. me me and you didn't went to wow, reno together you feel me like we yes. did all we off did. music we did this some shit together that's all beautiful. off music you feel me so yes and some I'm, legends yeah, i'm Came sure out niggas was high, right walking through you feel me in the donahue and all they feel me a good and see all that shit niggas would have never thought this would happen a decade from, Damn, from no me, you feel me i never right and now you, you on my podcast and shit like this is some wild shit everything comes full circle full circle that shit hella beautiful that's so beautiful i'll be hella grateful when i when i'm able to do shit like this like yeah Hey, be able like we just I'm breaking bread with some some longtime friends. Mm-hmm. We just on a podcast talking about our lives and shit. Yeah, like that's, that's that's some beautiful. That's yeah, amazing that's for beautiful. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what has it been like being like, yeah, like being? I want to say I I had worded this question differently at first, but mm-hmm. then I realized like, all right, that's just showing like my ignorance to this shit because I'm like, all right, what is it like being one of the few female DJs? I'm like, nah, there's probably hella female DJs in the Bay Area, right? But motherfuckers. As a result of this being like a male dominated industry, right? Mm-hmm. They don't get as much props as they really, really should. Cause I know a lot of whack ass male DJs. And the only reason yeah. why this nigga even is still spinning is because he know niggas, he niggas partners, right? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so what, what has it been like being one of the few, I guess, like recognized female DJs in the Bay Area? Especially black DJs to yeah. black women yeah. DJ. Yeah. Um, it's been, it's been really good. Uh, it's, just i just been blessed man because when i started i started five years ago and there was no djs really like it wasn't it wasn't even really any female djs i only started djing well I, um not because i started but i um it, it was his dj name dj backside she's from richmond i'm from richmond too so i was like Damn, like I want to keep going because that that was the only DJ I knew of. I didn't know of any other D- DJ. Yeah, I was gonna ask you who your role models were. Yeah, DJ Backside. She's um she don't DJ anymore, but she's still here. Yeah, so she was from Richmond. I'm like, damn, I'm gonna keep pushing this. But um, yeah, I don't, this shit crazy. Oh, <laughs> uh, but it's just it's a big deal for me because a lot of people know me. I never wanted to be like famous city famous i guess um so it's just it's just tight being one of the head honchos of this dj shit a female dj like people choose me over over a guy you know but it's a male dominated industry so a lot of i get a lot of hate and i'm like damn i'm gonna keep going 
you hate it, I could just, you know, you could feel, you could just, I'm just like, damn, I didn't got people hated on me before. And, I, and, you know, I seen it, I looked at it, I heard it, I'm like, damn. So that's what keeps me going. Niggas is already hating, but then you throw in the fact that a woman is outshining you. Yeah, you know, that, that's, that's what the misogyny and all type of shit. Yes, they don't want that. That's when a lot of, um, of the misogyny and shit mm-hmm. is going to creep out and, you know. Just, yeah, just being in a male, dom- it's fun being in a male-dominated industry because you can see, you could just see the madness on the on faces. You could see who really who really supports you for real. Cause I could, I get a lot of genuine love from men. I'll be like, damn, this is this is dope. Thank you. Like some of those men look up to me. I'm like, yeah. damn. Like I'm a DJ at the end of the day, not just a female DJ. So that's why I be just trying to break through. <laughs> so what's it been like navigating? You know, this industry that's misogynistic, homophobic in a lot of ways, um, as a queer black woman. <sighs> It hasn't been, I don't know. It just, it hasn't been too difficult for me. I've had, I've had days, I had days where I wanted to quit. I was just like, this ain't for me. I'm not getting treated good. I've seen people like get treated better than me. And I've been in this, you know, I've been in the industry. So I just, sometimes I just be like, fuck, dude, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I didn't been depressed before. And I'm just like, fuck, depressed where I, I haven't, I haven't had bookings. I didn't went like a month without bookings so that's that that that's been that but just being a just being gay in the industry a lot of people don't know that a lot of people don't know that i like women <laughs> and i'll be like oh okay if you know me you know me but a lot of people don't yeah a lot of people can't even tell from my instagram i'm like damn i got hella shit on here like but just being a, a, a queer woman it's, it's it's dope yeah it's just seeing the surprises on people's faces getting booked at pride like that's big for me that is so big like yeah. i'm back to back i'll be djing this uh shit this month on the 20 29th saturday so that that a lot of doors open for me i've met great people that helped me so yeah that is been yeah I, I would say i think like what i know about the rex life camp you've definitely <laughs> been like super blessed to work with them because them are yes. some of the most genuine people that i've especially when you think about like bay area music industry mm-hmm. right like those are like that that team y'all team is my like one of if not my favorite team to work with yeah like it's just yes yeah, it's, 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 yeah it's a super like, safe they environment support me with anything yeah. like yeah. it's like that's dope a lot of people it's people important to know that's not the norm either like, yeah i was just about to i'd have been in some spaces where i'm like all right there's a lot of women around there's queer folks in the room and just mm-hmm. like the way that folks is operating whether it's the language they're using the way they're like just not treating these people yeah you know with respect and decency right I, i've seen that a lot so the fact that you've been able to be in spaces where um surrounded by a team of people who don't treat yeah. you like that yeah, like that's for sure good, not man. that's because that's we know how this shit is like yeah especially i work in like rap rap you feel me like street rap type shit i work in street rap before, yeah. so i'll be having to tell niggas all, like <laughs> even if it's not the niggas that i'm around right i'm always having to check somebody mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying just like See, you need that. Like, yeah. It's uh, a lot, though. You already know how niggas be. Like, oh, yeah. me, if I don't let a nigga, he like, nigga, who you talking to? Yeah. You feel me? Like, it leads to a whole different situation <laughs> right. sometimes. So, yeah. It's yeah. a lot, though. But it's not nearly as, yeah. I'm right. fortunate enough to be, like, a black straight man and, and have the privilege in that. And mm-hmm. also be, like, you know, bigger and all that shit. So, like, niggas tend to, for them. And then I, I manage a super hot nigga. So, like, right. niggas don't want to get on my bad side. But I can only imagine you if know. I didn't have a saucy ass So, I know that there's privilege in that. But. Yeah, it's dope that you've been able to be surrounded by like 
folks yes. that support you wholeheartedly. Yeah, like it's been. I feel like that helped me a lot, though, just in the industry, because um, just like say if we're having a, a DJ lineup or something, they want all females. They gonna call me first, cause I'm gonna bring females out. Period. So it's just like, it's just like being gay and just being at big events and people want me that it, it makes me feel good yeah. like i don't have yeah. to hide anything like no you know like be normal no apologetically you yeah i'm yeah. me and they accept it that's saucy yeah and who knows who you like inspiring to you feel right me? Yeah. have you ever had like you know uh young djs come up to you and be like you're a source of inspiration all the time all the time and i just like Dang. I didn't, what's that I, feeling like it's just it's a surprise to me every time i'm like people look up to me i never I never was that type of person to just be like to be a, a role model, but since I became a DJ, you gotta think about it. It's not that like I said, it's not that many of y'all that's getting yes. like broadcasted. You feel right. me? It's not that. Right. I, if I didn't work in music, I wouldn't know that many female DJs, right? right. Just because I think I don't know. It's Nia Lee one. No, what's the what's the one that was on Love and Hip Hop? Fuck, you know. Oh, I don't, I don't, know, even... she, I don't know. She's on Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> <laughs> the one she got the short haircut. She dumbass thick. You know who I'm talking about? <laughs> who are you With talking the about? Short hair. Short hair. I don't even watch Love and Hip Hop. Duffy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Duffy. Um, yeah. I think her name is Vashti. She's like, she's oh, I think I follow her. <laughs> I think I follow Vashti her. Vashti is a uh-huh. DJ. Um, like, Duffy, but they're just like yes. hella, hella, hella popular, right? That yeah. Was, so. If it wasn't That's, for them, you feel mm-hmm. me, I wouldn't really know that many. Right. And then just all, if I didn't work in music, like them would be the ones I was familiar with. But since I worked in music, I'm able to like See? tap in with the smaller, you know, the, the smaller. Female DJs are dope. DJs. They're they are. dope, man. They, like you said, they're better than some of these men. It's just they're niggas a woman. Be, niggas be trash, bro. <laughs> like you just, could really be terrible at what you're doing, but because you're a man. You come on, get a yeah, fly. come on, right, come on, bro. It's good. That's like, what happens, what? bro. Patriarchy. When you dominate God, the system, you the system. It's like white men, right? White yeah. people. White people get to be half as good in terms of like the DJ and shit. Niggas get to be half as good because they niggas. Right. It's probably that nigga booking the show. Is he feel me? Da, da, da. Even if you think about like they EDM rapping, yes, EDM was started like by by black queer people. Yeah, and then it's just mostly the white DJs doing that. Fucking white men making hell of fucking money. It's like, bro. Y'all didn't even start on this shit. Yeah, and y'all niggas is average bet. at best. They like, can't and even that's DJ. giving you a little bit. You know? All right. Like, that, should, that should be wild. Shit. So you got Pride coming up too, right? Pride, yeah. So what's the mean you need to be uh, DJing at Pride? I know that's a that's, that's a huge, big. huge event, especially in the city. It's just, it's so big to me because I used to go, like, I just used to go. Like, um, just be out there watching all the people. It's thousands of people. And I'm just like, damn, look at the stage. Just and I was like, I wanna be on that stage one day. Um You manifested that shit. You like, <laughs> What? Yes. Uh yeah, just just saying out every everything is full circle. Like I'm back to back with it. Cause I did it last year and I'm doing it this year. They wanted me back. So it's just beautiful. Just pride. It's pride. It's pride. It just makes me happy. Yeah, SF Pride is dope. So and I like that people could see me. Hella people been hitting me like, "What time you going on?" It's like, damn, y'all want to come see me? Like, I have straight friends come. Like, they always support me. Like, what time you going on? I'm coming to see you. Like, I don't care. Like, I want to see you. Yeah. So, yep, I get my little hour of fame. Uh, hour? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah I get an hour. Yeah, that's a real set. Yep. Yep. That's what's up. Yeah. So, what is uh, what's Pride Month mean to you? Just like outside of DJing in, in general. I know one thing for this this month we're trying to just always highlight queer voices, but this month take some time, 
you know, to really just have guests, you know, special guests mm-hmm. and come in and talk about it. So what's, what's it mean to you? Pride. Just being yourself. Pride to me is just being happy within. Because, like I said, it's a lot of people who can't even express, you know, how happy they are. Yeah. So just just me going out to San Francisco and seeing people so happy, like, walking around just being them that's that shit brings me joy right there yeah. like that's pride for me that's pride you got pride doing this and for people that's not getting accepted like i feel like i know it's hard to come out like my dad had to find out that i was gay because i'm like shit you never see a dude come i never be like dad i'm going here i'm going there with him no i always had a female <laughs> come spend a night like <laughs> like no dad come on you know my dad ain't dumb he knew i'm like so yeah just probably being happy being able to just go out, be yourself, jump around, just smile and see all the other faces that that are accepted. Like, yeah, we get our own little two days. <laughs> yeah. I get mine every day. Shit, what's up? Like, people know me. I'm happy. Yeah. So that's my pride. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. I think as I've been, like, trying to develop a better politic and be a better ally to, like, the queer community, what I've been noticing is how important, like, spaces like that are just because it's not – like for some people, right? They can't. They they're not lucky enough to have parents that are accepting. You feel me? Have friends that are accepting. Have like be able to build this community outside of what they identify as, mm-hmm. you know, gender wise or uh, sexuality wise, right? Like they don't they don't have that that support system. So what I'm starting to realize for pride is like, yo, this is probably like the two days out the year where these people get to be surrounded by people that mm-hmm. love and yeah. cherish them. You it's know a, what I'm saying? It's like a fun feeling. And yeah. I, I I I hope um, that we can get to a point where that's like you said. That's, that's everyday, everyday experience thing. for people, right? Yeah. Where, they can, where you can constantly feel safe, where you can constantly feel value, where you can constantly yeah. see yourself around, you know what I'm saying? Just because, like, I have that privilege, you know what I'm saying, as being a straight man. Like, I can mm-hmm. go out there and fucking live my life and, and commune with people, and people are going to be accepting of me, open right. to me. Not as not white folks for the most part, but you feel me? <laughs> They're you know, not accepting That's another story, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but I can only imagine it with, like, you feel me, only two, two days out the year, I feel like I belong, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like that. So yes. as much as I find like I'm just, like super happy, mm-hmm. it's like it's also like I feel it's a fucked up ass feeling to to know like that's like the only time motherfuckers is being Get able ex- to be yeah. for me live and be their true self mm-hmm. and have the rest of the time have to go fucking in hiding or just try to yeah. spend every day surviving as opposed to thriving. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Pride, man. Pride. I just one day I just hope everybody could just be themselves. Everything could be okay. <laughs> That's the ideal situation, Man, but you know, real, certain you motherfuckers know. ain't trying to let us do that. Dude. What time is uh your set at? Just for the listeners, so in case they want to pull up. Um, what time and date? It's on the June 29th. I'll be on a global stage from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. Killing it. I'm trying to tell y'all, she'll be fucking around. Yeah. Man, when you did, y'all did that show in New York. At, um, I think it's Irving Plaza or some shit. Man, that was that one shit of my was favorite. Yankees. Yes, that, that was one of my favorite shows. So oh my gosh. Y'all all the way from across the motherfucking globe. You feel me? Like all y'all far on the east. And that coast. was our first time performing in New York. That, that was video. That shit. That, that shit was yeah. Nuts. That was I one was, of my favorites. Yeah. One of my favorite uh tour spots. I was yeah. fucking with it. What, what else? What else? What? So like, if you can give us your top five places to perform at top cities okay um new york now don't be mad at me people but canada that was my first i heard canada goes up yes you rooting for the raptors yeah (laughs) i am i am but fuck their fans fuck you guys but um 
yeah canada i got my first round of applause like cheering for me walking off the stage i'm like damn i gotta get out the country to you know out of the united states to get a ground right, don't worry you know it's just like fuck but canada i like performing in sacramento sacramento go they, got they crowds, love yeah. love us yeah. sacramento um arizona arizona and I ain't been there yet. Yeah, yeah, like they they go up, they party, they yeah. party. Ain't got shit to do out on AZ. <laughs> I heard, I buy her. Everything oh, goes up. It, AZ. It like go the strip up. clubs, yeah. all this shit. I heard it's they got the best strip clubs in Arizona. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a five. I can't think off the top of my head. Oh, Texas, Texas. actually, Texas. I ain't been there yet either. For Ooh, yeah. a show. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Shout out to the tour life. <laughs> tour life. I don't. I don't. You fuck with tour. Fuck I do not fuck with tour. I fuck with tour at all. Some days I have my days though. I'm like, fuck this. It's shit. like, oh yeah, it's it's so sporadic. It's like shit just happens. You just, <laughs> for the most part, there aren't many schedules. But Rex Life, y'all also don't travel the hella deep. Oh yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, see, you do. Yeah, yeah no, I, I be my fifteen own. niggas. You feel yeah. me? Yeah, <laughs> at all times. <laughs> fifteen <laughs> niggas then pulling up on ten more niggas. Whatever city we get to, so it'd be like. Yeah, you know, Rise don't play people. that shit. I love my niggas to death. Don't get me wrong, but it's just also okay. Separate from the niggas, even if it was just like three of us, I just don't like sleeping somewhere different yeah. every night. Oh yeah, like, I that, sleep terribly. Man, that that packing and unpacking, packing and unpacking, you eating hella mani. Yeah, yeah like, like yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's it's hard, and I, I yeah. So I don't fuck with it. I will fuck with it if I flew everywhere. But I don't know if I'll fuck with that. Damn, like I can yeah, see like PJ tour life or something, or like I only been in Sprinters. I ain't did the bus yet. We ain't did the bus either. Only we do trucks. Famous. Yeah. But like you said, it only be four of us uh, or five. Yeah. But yeah, so you be in the sprinter. One seat to a person. Boy, we did that on the Pilo tour. It was twelve of us in a sprinter. Twelve <laughs> of us with a with a little uh U Haul thing on the back. I said, Oh That shit sucks. You point up somewhere else and everybody fucking with yeah. you, that's a little different. That's the shit that gives you free like, all right, let me pack this motherfucker back yeah. Come on, I'm ready. <laughs> You pulled up to a city where you from. You didn't know nobody in that motherfucking mm-hmm. crowd, but they all they knew. Fuck and they all yeah, oh, you know what, Boston? No, is it Boston? No, not Boston. Um, Philly, Philly, yeah, Philly. Go up. That's Philly. what's up. That's Philly. beautiful though. Like the beginnings of you DJing to mm-hmm. where you are now and being able it's to just beautiful. travel and name all these different cities and have those experiences. Right. Like, Dang, shit. That's, yeah, that's that's, that's only five years into it. Like, who knows what's coming next? You know I've what I'm saying? DJing for five years. That's what's up. Yeah. So, do you have any other goals in terms of DJing? Uh, you know. Outside really? the country, you talking about, you know, a little bit. Are there any uh, places you want to go to or different countries you want to DJ in? I do. If I don't DJ, but if I do DJ, I want to DJ in Australia and Brazil. I want to get out there. Um, Yeah, just those spots. I really want to DJ out there or just go, like, go see what it's about. But I do. I really want to DJ in Australia and Brazil. Um. Yeah, nowhere else. But besides DJing, I do want to start a nonprofit for that's young sad. women, teenage girls. That I, that's been on my mind lately. That's what I want to do. And one day when I'm just when I just got the money, I'm gonna open up a recreation center for music. Though, that's what I'm. That's my plans. That would be super lit. I don't. I, don't, I heard of like music programs. We got um. What's the spot? That's radio. Youth Radio. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out Is Youth that Radio. White people. <laughs> yeah. 
probably so. Yeah, I was gonna say probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of times these nonprofits is white at the top, but then yeah, black and brown people at the bottom. I got you. Look, come on, check in with me in a few years. Nah, for real, that's what I want to do. Like, I really want. That's beautiful. Yeah, I want to teach the young women some things. Cause I got like right now I'm working on my credit. I wasn't taught about credit. Like go get a Tell job. Shit, nigga, got to figure yeah, out afterwards. Like I'm my like, motherfuckers tell me when I turn 18 on my own. What at least you could do is teach a nigga about some credit. Credit. Like I'm working <laughs> on my credit now. Like damn. So like with my nonprofit, I want to like teach them how to work with credit. Like you know, just teach them about shit that they're probably not getting taught at home. Yeah, cause those I'm essential like, life skills. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just still trying to figure that shit out at 26. No, no like, look, I'm 28. I'm like, shit. Okay, I got to do this. You got to get your credit up doing this. So it's just like, it's time. It's a lot. Yeah, don't I wait don't too late. How to change a fucking tire? <laughs> I don't <laughs> need it, nigga. Like I'm calling AAA. <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's, a, it's a lot. Keep of Keep it shit. real. My yeah. great granny, my great granddaddy, probably rolling over in his grave right now. Nigga, don't know how to change a tire. Dude. 26 <laughs> years old. What the fuck? Yeah, I just. It's a lot of shit a, that niggas didn't get mm-hmm. that we need. So yeah, yeah. So I, and I just think anytime we talk about servicing the youth and giving them being mm-hmm. a resource, that's that's super necessary. Yes, that's it's very necessary. That's why I, it's just surprising a lot of people aren't doing it. Like, yeah, like damn, it's y'all hard, got right? it. You worked at foster kids. You know how hard that shit is. It's like, shit it's, crazy. It's, it's, Sick. it's a lot. It's, it's Sick. a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Sick. So you can't. I, understand I feel like we got the tools though right now. Like 100%. it's some people who can who could I feel like do it, but they don't want to. People is doing it though too. I feel like I feel like our generation now. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, now, it's yeah, like our, it's like damn. Like people is really like changing shit and mm-hmm. talking about shit. And you see, I don't know, people's IG stories. You know, it's like yeah, it's just on the internet or whatever. But people are starting to talk about these yeah. things and good like, entrepreneurship. So it's it's like, beautiful to see folks right now. rocking. What inspired you behind your uh, nonprofit idea? Just working with kids. Like, I've been working with kids since I was a kid. Like you know, just being a teenager watching them. So that. I've been around, I've seen everything, like, man, so that's what inspires me every day. I, You know, I see some of these kids on the street, and I'm like, damn, you know, I want to help them. So, hopefully, but that's what that that's what inspires me to uh, start a nonprofit, because it's just things you see on a daily. So many kids that are followers, and I'm just like, you don't have to be that follower, you know? So, yeah. I just want to help them. That's what's up. Oh no, no, we have forty two minutes. Oh, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, what the fuck? Nah, I just make notes. All right, for sure. Notes. I'm like, oh, yeah. nigga, there's no way. Oh, um, yeah, DJ motherfucking Shellheart. How'd you get that dun, name? Dun, I was dun. thinking about that earlier. Your last name not Hart. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. Your <laughs> 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 last name ain't Hart. <laughs> 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 I'm like, nigga, Shell Hart. Shell Hart. Hell my. Um, DJ Shell. You got a chain too. You rocking. You rocking. Yeah. Shout out, baby. She got me a little shell heart chain till I could get a bigger one. Shell <laughs> a star for real. You a star with or without that chain? Thank you. Thank you, Delicious. <laughs> um, shell heart. Well, my real name is Michelle, so I got shell from that. And um, heart. I didn't been through shit. Like, I've been through a lot. So, just... Like, after high school, I was just, I, I was going through so much shit. And I'm just like, damn, nobody even knows. Like, I didn't have a penny to my name. Yeah. I'm like, shit, I'm still out, like I said, smiling. That's my joy. So, just just having heart. Because a lot of people would have broke down. Would have broke down. They didn't have it. Like, would have lost it, lost their path. Would have not even wanted, you know, follow their dream. But me, I just, I just had heart. Like, I wanted to do this. I don't want to give up on myself. I don't want to just be that. 
don't, I don't know. I just didn't want to be broke. I didn't want to be a bum. I didn't want to just be walking on the street asking my niggas for shit. No, I'm going to get it on my own. So I just got shell heart just from having heart through hard situations. Yeah, it might not be your last name, but it fits. Thank you. Yeah, you show a lot of love too, especially with your uh, nonprofit idea too. So that's, that's, that's full circle right there. Pray for me. <laughs> so you got, um, how do you think as a DJ, right? And I think it's not just DJ, and I think with Bay Area music in general, a lot of you hear it a lot, right? Working in the industry, you hear like a lot of our shit never mm-hmm. being able to break like national. I think like forty is probably the only nigga. Well, like G, but like oh, yeah. G's white. You feel me? Kaylani, she makes, right. she don't make rap. You feel me? So mm-hmm. it's like, how do we, um, like, how do you see yourself, like, not being pigeonholed to just being like a Bay Area DJ? Separate from like you going on tour and shit. Cause I feel like, right. you know, you see a lot of DJs who are able, are separate from you going on tour as DJing for like Raj or DJing mm-hmm. for any other artist, right? Like, how can, like, just like on some shell hard shit. Like, how do you think, or even if, is it a goal for you to like become a DJ bigger? Than just the Bay Area. Yes, it is. I, I like. I want to be my own tour DJ. Like I want to. That would be lit. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. I want to do that. Like Kaylani's DJ. She's done it. She's Nudes, done her tour. Yeah, she yeah. be fucking around. She did her shit. See, just like, but just seeing a, a female just go on on their own tour, like without their artists, that shit yeah. is dope. But to get to that level, like I'm practicing just. Like, I'm teaching myself how to, like, when I go on tours of Raj, just to talk to people. Because I'd be afraid. I'd be like, damn, they're not going to remember me. They only want Raj. Like, you know, but just reach. People re- remember you. Yeah, that's why I'm like, <laughs> you know, just reaching out to people after the shows or any any state we go to. Because, you know, like you said, they remember me. So that that's how I I feel like I could step up and go on my own shell hard tour. Just, shit, just communicating. Yeah. Don't, just don't be afraid. Because what, what. What's the worst answer? No, yeah. or they don't hit you back. Well, yeah. Shit, well, you know we for sure gonna pull up to that shit when that happened. I can't wait. Yeah, right. Whenever actually, you do your first show, I'm pulling up your first headliner. I'm here. Say less. Because Rod, be me and Ross talked about it. He was just like, "You could do it. We just gotta figure out a plan. Like, what? What is it we gotta do?" So, you know, I got Rex like Rod behind me. Perfect sure. person to have behind yeah. you. Yeah, he pushes me, no lie. But yeah, so just just having a plan. I want to do it. I think that should be dope. You're Just doing a do whole it, yeah. DJ set. <laughs> oh, we if these white boys and non-black folks can get out here and do it, so can you, my nigga. Like you have even more talent. Hey, look, <laughs> we know on. talent not gonna be the reason, my <laughs> right. nigga. Right. <laughs> Just like yeah, talking to people. We hundred right. percent. Are there any festivals you want to do by yourself? Festivals. Hmm. On the top of my head, no. I don't have any. I don't really I know about. Yeah, me either. I didn't really Rolling start. Wow. Like That'd be dope. I High mean, day. I do High Roll Day every year. so I fuck with High Roll Day. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I get my own set there. Shout out Tim. Yep. He always books me. Yeah. Yeah, but I fuck with Tim. I don't, I don't really have any festivals right now because I just started fucking doing festivals. I only I, know I like even Coachella, <laughs> yeah. Outside Lands. I think Outside Lands would be a good one for me. Yeah. I would. Oh yeah. We we doing that this year. You got to pull up so you can just see I what will. it look like. I would so love to. Outside Lands is huge too. I, never I heard been. it's like the second the second biggest American festival. Fuck. Like after Coachella, is it? Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, that's a big ass festival. Big. Like that shit, motherfucker. Three days. Like that shit expensive oh, yeah. too. Anytime you get into them three day joints, that means you could afford to have three or two days. No, it's two it's, days. 
I it's, think it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I don't know. Shit, I don't know. Yes, yeah, like, if yeah. they got they be having <laughs> big niggas though. Like they be having some pretty big niggas. Yeah, that's one thing I would. Yeah, probably outside lands. Yeah, that's one thing I want to do a DJ set at. Are we about to get into exclusive content? Yeah, let's do that. Y'all know the fucking drill. If you want the rest of this episode. You gotta pay up. You gotta pay the fuck up. Swap your card. Patreon.com slash hellback. Pay us for our label. Pay <laughs> us for really, this free game. Yeah. Especially if you were of a cracker descent, you need to fucking swipe your from shit. The saltine, the cracker the, the saltine demographic. <laughs> if you the rich come demographic. From a vanilla wafer. The Pringles. You need to swipe your <laughs> shit. You need, to, <laughs> you need to pay up for this motherfucker. So if you want to listen to this next episode, this next part of the episode. Tap on our Patreon, patreon.com slash hellblackpod. Let's we have it. over 100 posts of exclusive content. You over 100? I looked at that shit. I was like, damn, we really have over 100 like exclusive content shit. posts. We got shit for you that. Yeah. So we, got, we got shit for your ears, shit for your brain, shit for you to grow, shit for you to heal. We got all that shit. So tap on with our patreon.com slash hellblackpod. Do you want to uh, plug your socials? Uh Yeah. Shit. Twitter. Instagram, Facebook for the mamas and daddies who need to book me. Um, <laughs> DJ Shellheart, uh, DJ S H E L L H E A R T. I'm on all everything. You can look me up, Google anything, YouTube. But yeah, DJ Shellheart. Yeah, y'all gotta book DJ Shellheart. Book for me, real, man. For real. In the bay, out the bay. <laughs> Out the country. Yeah, that part. You got your passport. You <laughs> yep. <fucking> around. <laughs> I need some more stamps. <laughs> so help DJ Shellheart get her stamps. You feel me? So thank y'all for tuning into this part. If you want to tap into this next part, you gonna have to give us some of your coins. Five dollars. Come on. That's Come on. It. Five dollars. Not everybody got it, but five dollars. What my nigga J Cole say? That shit cost the same as two number three. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs>